Hello and welcome to the Greenfield Baptist Sermons Podcast. Each week we will be uploading the Focus Scripture and Sermon from Greenfield Baptist Church in Northeast Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. Lord, that song might not be a Christmas song in our minds. But it is a song that reminds me of the difference that you make. How great you are in our lives. You came to earth to walk this ground with us. To do life like us. And Lord, we adore you for that. We thank you for this opportunity this morning to celebrate together. Lord, I thank you for those uh, who were able to make it. And Lord, we pray uh, for those online that we get a chance to uh, be connected in that way. And Lord, for those we aren't with this morning, I pray that you would uh, bless them as well. Thank you for our time together. May we be reminded of the love you have for us. In your name we pray. Amen. This morning's uh, Christmas through the Gospels passage is, uh, is the last Gospel, John. And this may not sound much like the Christmas story, so I'm going to ask you to listen carefully. Because at, at, on, on, its, on the surface, it's... It's got no uh, Mary, no Joseph, it's got uh, no shepherds, it's got no manger. It doesn't even have an angel. And yet, it's the Christmas story, according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 14. And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen the glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. May God add his blessing to the reading of his passage this morning. For the gift, the gift of Jesus. What as we celebrate today, may that be uh, in the back of our minds as we focus our time and energy Uh, with friends and family, maybe, Lord, be reminded of the gift that keeps giving. Lord, thank you for your son, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We were talking about a few gifts, and I just got a, you know, we got, got a bunch of little guys around, and it's pretty awesome. And uh, I was talking to a young man this morning, and I, I just got to—I got to give him an opportunity to share what gift he got for Christmas. And and if and if you are uh, if you got something really cool before we get started, since Mark, I don't want you guys to get out too early. I 
I'd feel bad if we got out before 11, you know. I'd, but I, I, Warren, Warren, would you would you tell the would you tell the church what you got for Christmas? Because this is really cool, and Warren was super excited about. It. So give them all the details. What'd you get for Christmas? I got a watch and um, a walkie-talkie in my pocket. Um, also, also, if you put rest the button next to the word light on my watch, it glows up a rainbow and changes color. Tell them what else. What else is cool about that watch? Um, it's um, it has water resistance. Yeah, has water resistance. Yeah. I offered to dunk him in the pool, but he wasn't all that excited about that idea. He didn't want to test, we weren't going to test that out, huh, Warren? I don't want to get it all soaking wet. <laughs> it's water resistant, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Do you guys have, oh, come on. Now, I got to tell you that these guys were wound tight when I saw them last night before they left. <laughs> What'd you get, Harry? We both got a bow and arrow. Nice. It was a Nerf gun. It could hold 50 darts. 15, 15 darts? Yeah. You didn't shoot anybody, did you? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> You're just getting ready for the Nerf Wars. That's exciting. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Now you can, you can, does your brother have one too? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so Christmas was good? Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Do we have a, does someone else? Someone else? Oh, <laughs> Lou, what'd you get for Christmas? I got an X-Shot rifle with, with the scope, which I didn't know. Like, there was a button where you press it, the scope links up. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I shot my dad in the leg with it. We had a mini Nerf War before we came here. And my, two, my brothers got um, two guns that looked like they were from Halo. That were turrets. Cool. Yeah, they, look, they were like Gatling guns. You hold them like this. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, let, but I have horrible aim with those. I usually just end up shooting the ceiling or Philip wants to share accident. what he brought. Philip, um, what'd you bring? Um, 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 yeah, show them. I, ha, ha, I have a cat versus pickles. and <laughs> A cat named Pickles that looks like a hot dog. No, it's cats, no, versus it's pickles. cats versus pickles. Oh, cats versus pickles. See, I'm yeah. not really in on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, nice. And, and I got two light-up swords. I heard they got swords, two swords. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. I said good weapons to attack your brothers with. <laughs> hey, can I? So, someone else? Um, um, I'm a, dad, I shot my dad in the leg. You shot your dad in the leg? Today for Christmas, I got evil stuff, and Dre over there, he got Bill stuff. <laughs> And, and instead of an Eagles player, I have my last name on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a helmet. A helmet, too? Awesome. Oh! I got 
Stephen Curry shoes, and I got a flung. A f nice. What'd you get, Miss K? I got I got a phone, a basketball shirt, and I I wear Mason Tadius, but he want but he wants me to wear it. <laughs> Anybody else? Brian Renner, what'd you get for Christmas? Okay, good idea. Nice. That's good music, Brian. <laughs> the, gift, the gift that keeps giving. Anyone else? Tom? Oh, Tom. Tom's. <laughs> These kids are excitable. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and the thing that makes me so excited is hear the rumble of the kids in the background Amen. and everywhere to know that peace is within this house. Amen. And knowing that God has given us a Savior and he gives us this such joy. And the thing that brings me joy is I'm thinking about the gifts that he got excited about. I got a new watch. I even forgot to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so smart I didn't think to put it on. That's right. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Can you talk, talk loud, Lydia? So, Lydia, can you do me a monstrous favor? I think you should make your way down and... Show what you got from your mom. Is there anybody else? This is awesome. Anybody else while we're waiting? I'll go. All right, Brentley. So I got rubber, I got rubber mats for the back of my car seat, so when I pull it down, the back of my car seat's supposed to be Dan? I don't need the mic. Oh, that's all right. No. Best Christmas gift I got is to be here with all you guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just got yeah, to show Lydia's. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate it. Jackson Bear, yeah, I saw a bear. I just wanted to spend a few minutes because I think, uh, yeah. I called her a rat earlier, but I got in trouble. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's, it's fun to, to enjoy those, those, those fun pieces. And, and I didn't think about it until Warren started telling me about his watch, and that's where it all started. I was just asking, and, and he was pretty pumped about his watch. Uh, it has a light on and everything. And uh, it, it got me thinking, like, you know what? There's excitement. And, and, uh, and I'm excited that you are all here. And so I want to share uh, just a few words. We'll try to get you out by 11, I promise. Uh, so we have worked our way through the Gospels. And, and this passage in John is uh, not our... Uh, and, and really one of the reasons why we worked our way through the Gospels was uh, really to focus on things... Uh, that maybe aren't as Christmassy as we might want them to, or uh, what we remember. And yet, this story is the story of Jesus, and 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 I think it's fitting that on Christmas morning we look at the John passage. Right, uh, we looked at Luke last week, 
but this passage uh, is, is no less the story of Jesus come to earth. Uh, and and there's, a, there's, a, there's a line in that passage, right? A word called the word, right? And, and I don't know if you looked at your uh, scripture this morning or as we were reading. The word is capitalized, right? And just to give you just a quick background, the word, uh, John was, was writing to his Jewish uh, audience, the Jewish people. And, and if you know anything about uh, um, Hebrew at all, they, they only read the consonants, right? And so they didn't, they wouldn't always use, they didn't use the vowels. And so they would have the consonants of Yahweh, Yeshua. Those, those are actually the same word with consonants or vowels in different places. And so when John was talking about the word, the Jewish culture understood that the word, capital W, was God. God in the flesh, right? God himself. And so rather than put a word in there, um, he used the word because that became commonplace um, because it was that impactful. And so this scripture, it sounds kind of like a, uh, I was joking earlier this week, it sounds like a tongue twister, does it not? In the beginning was the word and the word was with, was with God and the word was God and, and he was with God in the beginning. And it's like, okay, what does that all line up and what does that mean? And so we're going to look at that real quick this morning. The word is that God... The Word created all. It says, through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing that has been, uh, was made that has been made. There's your tongue turned over and upside down and inside out. The Word created everything. It reminds us that Jesus is God Himself. That idea of the Trinity, something that we struggle to, to sort out in our brain, uh, that, that God uh, is Jesus on earth in, in, incarnate, right, in the flesh. It reminds us that Jesus uh, allowed himself, it says in Philippians, uh, it, he didn't consider himself equal with God, uh, but he made something, uh, made himself to be a servant of human likeness, and he came to this earth. Why? To be obedient, it says, to death, even death on a cross. Just because he did that doesn't make him less God, though. And I, wanna, uh, I want you to think about the things that he has created. It says there isn't anything that he isn't made that he hasn't made. And I think all too often we look at things and we, we think man has made this, man has made that, and, and we begin to rationalize things out in our life. God created all. Some of the, 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 the coolest things are, are the simple things in life. I saw, uh, I don't know about you, but when it gets really cold, the frost on the windows begins uh, to build. And it creates some absolutely amazing patterns. Do you see those? Yeah, those are really cool. Did you ever take the time to actually stop and look at how, uh, how, uh, how, uh, how tiny those lines are? And it's a beautiful uh, portrait. That's just, that's just something simple as frost. Or push your socks. 
Or put your tongue on Yeah, you can put your tongue on it and you can be just like the Christmas story, right? I watched that, a little bit of that last night. The, yeah. Scripture says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Have you ever been uh, in a spot where there's not a whole lot of light? Like city lights? And in a clear night, you can see so many stars. It's, you see the main stars, right? The North Star. And we see these constellations. And then we see stars behind those stars. And then you see these white spots, which if you had a, uh, a telescope, you'd be able to see that those are just more stars um, further away. And, and it, it's just amazing what God has created. Not just stars. It's just amazing. It boggles my mind uh, when I begin to think about how intricate and, and massive uh, what God has created. It says the world, the word lit the world. He put light in the world. It says in him was life and the life that was in the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome. Last night, uh, last night we, we turned off all the lights, or most all the lights, and we lit candles. And to me, it's amazing how much light, even just a small candle, even just that candle, uh, makes in the darkness. That's the light of Jesus in this world. It says the darkness will not overcome. Jesus is the light that will not be overcome by darkness. And even in the manger, even in those moments, as a baby, he came as the light of the world. He lit the world that was in darkness. They were looking for this Jesus. They were looking for a Messiah, a Savior, to come and rescue them. The Word lit the world. And that's no less important today than it ever was even in that manger. People still need Jesus. Let me encourage you, church, to be ready and willing to share the gospel when you're given an opportunity. Yesterday, I got a text from a, a, a close friend who said, hey, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm asking that you pray. I'm going to share the gospel with someone I, um, that I'm staying the week with that I don't know, and I, don't, and I know they're lost. And I need, I need you to pray for this person. And then I got a text again this morning from someone totally different, in a different part of the world. And their prayer was, Lord God, open the door for us to share the gospel. We're going to leave here, and I don't know, you may go, I'm going to spend some time with my family and then my wife's family. I, I, I'm thinking you're going to find time and, uh, and space to be connected to other people. We have an option. We have an, we have an opportunity. And that opportunity is this. Are we going to be the hands and feet of Jesus uh, in a most precious and special moment are we going to take the time and energy to show others who jesus is we're going to be in mixed company and i know how that works right 
And, and sometimes in mixed company, it's, it's challenging. We, we struggle sometimes with relationships. Uh, it's sometimes not the easiest. And so I'll ask you to take the extra step. To put your best foot forward. Because like it or not, if you call yourself a Christian, a believer in Christ, someone's watching. Someone's watching. And they want to know if it's really true. Is it real? Does Jesus make a difference in your life? Does he? Does his coming to this earth to live perfection make a difference? Or is that just a great story? Right? And that's where the struggle is. The struggle is that not all can get past the idea of the story to actually believe that in their own life. The word is Jesus. It says, And the Word became flesh. God became flesh. What difference does it make that Jesus walked this earth? Can you relate to that? Can, can, can you connect with someone uh, who's able to have walked the path we've walked? Who has felt the pain of, of broken friendships, of betrayal, who has felt the pain of being rejected, who has felt the pain of being hurt, who has understood the victories before us. Jesus walked the earth. This is not just a great story. This is Jesus walking the earth, understanding our pain, our problems, our victories. That makes a difference in the way we live. I don't know if you noticed, um, it, there were no Christmas songs yet. Did you notice that Christmas morning we didn't sing any Christmas songs? I would challenge you that they're no less important or maybe, uh, maybe they're even better because they weren't technically Christmas songs. They were songs that helped us to uh, remember who it is that we honor, who it is that we love, who it is that we adore. Because Jesus is at the heart of every. We need to put him first. This is a really cool picture. Right? And, and it's a cool picture not because it's... I, I just think I used this early on like in, uh, in Matthew the very first week. But it shows, it bookends Jesus' life. It reminds us that it wasn't only the manger story. It wasn't only that story where Jesus would come and we would celebrate his birthday. But his gift was the gift at the beginning and the gift at the end. That was the gift we so cherish. The sacrifice of Jesus himself. 
I want you to do me a favor. If you have your Bible, would you open it to John 1 for me? Or if you don't, there's one in the pew in front of you. I'm going to read you this morning's passage with a little bit of a different twist. It says, In the beginning was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that had been made. And in Him was life And life was the light of all mankind. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 14. And Jesus became flesh. And made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory. The glory of the one and only Son. Who came from the Father. Full of grace. And truth. John understood that Jesus was the Word, the one who had come. The question is, do you understand that Jesus is the one who came? It's not just a great uh, party. It's not just about Christmas trees or presents. It's about the birth of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Let me encourage you, challenge you. Uh, If you have a relationship with Jesus, live that out today. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, don't leave without that opportunity to talk about it. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to talk to you about Jesus who came to earth to save us, to take us from death and destruction, Scripture says, uh, separation from God for eternity. He took us from that and moved us into eternity with Him. It says we're no longer uh, workers or slaves, but rather we are children when we make that decision. And so let me encourage you, if you haven't made that decision, to give God a chance. Take a chance on that relationship. And when you take a chance on that relationship, God will prove himself faithful. Because it says, even when we weren't looking for him, even when we had our back turned, when we are an enemy of the cross, when we are an enemy of Jesus, he loved us. You know, those moments when uh, we're not in right relationship with someone else. We have choices to make. Choices to make. Will we still love them? Or will we turn our back? Even when we turned our back on God, He still loved us. He loved us enough to go to the cross. Don't leave without that relationship. Let's pray. Lord God, thank You for Your Word this morning. We thank You that we had the opportunity. The opportunity to be in Your house on Christmas morning. We thank you for your love and your care 
and the way you have worked in our lives. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for those things in our life that are, are messed up, that go the wrong way, that go in the wrong direction, the things that we do, Lord, that are not uh, uh, right in your eyes. Lord, we recognize that on our own, we're in trouble. We're toast. We don't, have, we don't have what it takes. And you've turned your back on sin. And Jesus is the only thing that makes us right. And Scripture says it makes us white as snow. Thank you, Lord, for your love, your care, and for coming to earth to walk a human life with us. In your name we pray. Amen.